This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Terence Laluma is founder and director of Makamisa Foods. He has been a guest on the show previously to talk about starting a spice and condiment business, and again on the difficulties faced by the restaurant industry, industry during COVID. Today, though, we shift our conversation in a completely different direction. Terence is also a business acquaintance with the newly elected Prime Minister of Lesotho, Mr. Sam Matekane. Terence joins me now to tell me more about both um, Lesotho and Mr. Matekane. Terence, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Good day. Thank you, Sharice, for having me here. Before we get in, into your relationship with Mr. Matakane, uh, Makamisa Foods, when we spoke, you were going for a kosher license. Are you now kosher? Yeah, I'm proud to say that uh, we are proudly kosher certified. And uh, hey, they keep on visiting us uh, unannounced here. And uh, yeah, just to check whether you're doing the right things. And indeed, we continue to do the right things as per the, the, yeah, the expectations and the specifications prescribed by the Tibetan. Yeah. Um, brilliant, Terence. And where can, now that they are kosher, where can we look for them on the shelves? Um, our products are already available um, at checkers stores nationwide and pick and pay nationwide. And uh, we're looking at exporting. Um, re- um, recently, I've been to Saudi Arabia to explore uh, the entering the market uh, through the retail group called Lulu. They are the dominant uh, you know, factor in the, the Gulf uh, region, yeah. Well, um, it's exciting seeing your business grow. Uh, Terence, we're now going to talk a little bit about Lesotho, which is our neighboring country. You are a South African, but you grew up in Lesotho. Tell me a little bit about the country. Yeah, Lesotho is a, a country, a small country relatively you know, to South Africa and the other countries. We can compare it with the size of Eswatini. Um, it is a, a former colony of uh, Britain. Um, they actually got their independence, I think, in 19, on the 4th of October, 1966, uh, if not mistaken. Um, it has got uh, about 10 districts being uh, Butabote, Leribe, Berea, Maseru, Mafuteng, Mohalezuk, Puting, Kachasnek, Tabatek, and Mohotlo. Yeah, so they, they speak, the language spoken is predominantly Susutu and uh, English. There's no other language that uh, is spoken by the Wasutu people. It's uh, Susutu and English. Uh, the population there, you're looking at around uh, plus minus two million uh, people. However, um, it is uh, speculated that today there's about 2 million Basotho who reside in South Africa as um, uh, my labor migrants uh, in one way or the other. So there are many uh, Basotho people living in Lesotho as there are in South Africa? Yeah, 50-50, I must say. And uh, the emergence of San Matekane um, is quite exciting because uh, when I speak to the Basotho that live in South Africa here, uh, whether... Uh, through employment or they've been married this site or something accompanying their spouses, they mentioned that when um, RFP, which is the political party that Sam leads, uh, are sent to power, um, they will they will strongly consider to go back home and reestablish themselves back in the city. Well, um, I know that 
there has been, I won't say political turmoil, but political, um, I don't know what the word is, in, in Lesotho until now the elections. I know that the previous prime minister was replaced. It was twice in two years that it has been coalition government. But things, there's a different feel and things are really starting to look up in Lesotho. Tell me a little bit about Mr. Matakane. Look, um, I, I don't know uh, Mr. Matekani Sam as a, as a politician. Honestly, I know him as a as an entrepreneur, as a businessman. So I'm going to talk more about that. That uh, when we grow up, uh, you know, we looked up to him as a, a very uh, self-driven individual who is uh, committed to his communities, who's committed to the business fraternity, a hard worker, and. Uh, a self-made um, uh, billionaire of note, I must say. So he's quite a, a role model, I must say, to many young people in Lesotho, whether male or female. Um, he has built, you know, his name through the ranks over the years uh, since the early 80s. Um, and now um, almost all the Basotho people look at him as um, a model of success. And also uh, when you look at leadership, style, people are starting to be confident that uh, um, through his leadership, Lesotho will be a different country altogether. He comes from a very, very humble beginning, um, Terence. He he didn't grow up in his own family. And I think, am I correct in saying he started off life as, as a herd boy? Uh, he, he lived with different families. Do you know about his youth? No, I don't know much about his youth, but I've read through the literature that uh, was, you know, has, made available to me, I mean, I can easily relate because that's exactly how I grew up in Lesotho from the age of three when I went to Lesotho uh, permanently to, after my mother, I decided to leave uh, South Africa and, uh, and station in, in Lesotho uh, in his home, in her home, home country. I grew up being a head boy and uh, also looking after um, other families, cattle and, and, and sheep, donkeys, horses, goats, sheep. Uh, yeah, so I, I can easily relate. Uh, and uh, he's from the quite a mountainous region uh, or district in Lesotho, Tabateka. He's one of the most mountainous um, uh, district in Lesotho. And then for him to be where he is today, he is actually, uh, you know, I would define him as an epitome. He's the epitome of absolute success, you know, he builds himself up out of nothing up until you see him with the accolades that he carries through uh, different institutions that actually recognize his work, his philanthropic work, as well as his entrepreneurial zeal. Uh, you realize that uh, this is one man who is actually fit. He's a, an absolute fit for Lesotho as a country, considering the history um, that it carries recently in the past 15, 20 years where there's been a lot of instability. Uh, he sacrifices himself. He took risk, obviously. He has built, you know, a huge empire and uh, politics being risky. Um, although I'm not a politician, but I have basic understanding of politics. He, he sacrificed himself. He, he's willing to sacrifice his businesses, his family, just for the entire nation to be um, uh, at a level where they have to be in his belief um, you know, people are poor in Lesotho, I must say, in their numbers. And then he wants to end uh, the, the magnitude of, um, of poverty in the country. And I'm certain he's going to do exactly that because he comes from those humble beginnings and he knows what suffering is all about. 
Terence, um, I read an article about him in the Sunday Independent, and it was a beautiful article and certainly what motivated me to want to learn more about him. And the thing that struck me the most was when he said he will not be taking a salary. He will be donating his salary to development projects. And it, it does talk to a certain kind of integrity when, you know, instead of looking for every possible perk for yourself and your government <laughs> to take, um, he, he's, he's doing the exact opposite. He's saying, I don't need the money. I would like to build the country. Yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, you know, a good example of him and his character to say he's not a taker like many politicians are. He's a giver. And um, you can tell uh, through this initial step that this is the man who is uh, destined for, for great success, who's going to really um, deliver according to his uh, promise. You know, I looked, I read his uh, political manifesto, and uh, it's one of the things that uh, attracted me to follow his journey, his political journey, which is quite new. Um, and, and, yeah, I believe, honestly, um, he's going to show not only the, you know, the neighboring countries in the Sadek region, the rest of the continent as to how Africa should be led because all the solutions that we have are within us. And, uh, um, he's one of those unique leaders, uh, that I can, um, compare to the likes of, um, Paul Gagame in terms of, um, the tenacity, the drive to lead uh, their nations with integrity and also to put, um, their, their people and the nation uh, on the prosperity path. So I visited um, Lusitu before. I had a fantastic time. I went on a pony up a little mountain. It was absolutely amazing. And um, certainly I'm sure, you know, with stability, there are a lot of tourism opportunities in Lesotho. Is that correct? That's correct. I mean, Lesotho is a, I, I call it, I call Lesotho a, a clean page that you can write every good story if you're a man of integrity such as Sam Matikani. You can write a very good story. Um, hospitality and uh, tourism, um, you know, stand a very good opportunity to really put Lesotho up there um, at the level of the likes of Mauritius uh, and many other countries across the continent that are rich in terms of um, tourism, uh, culture-centric and, and stuff like that. So Lesotho indeed uh, stands a good chance to, to be a great story uh, through tourism. And maybe because of my friendship with you and your interest in the elections has created an interest in me. I see, for example, every article that I now read about the city is looking positive. There's one that was in, I think, in the Citizen yesterday. The city is booming fish farms. Um, so the opportunities there are absolutely fantastic if they can be properly managed. Absolutely. I can tell you, I mean, having a two million uh, population, it's easy to manage and, uh, and and also to create some form of sustainability in terms of food security, um, uh, job creation, and agriculture and aquaculture. Um, you know, are the lowest hanging fruits for um, Sam Matekane's administration to really uh, run for and grab with both hands and uh, start to turning things around for Basotho to be um, a sustainable nation. Of course, it is still a coalition government, um, Terence. Uh, he, he, he does not have enough to rule. Is there any fears that it being a coalition might scupper plans? Look, um, 
for, for a person that I know him to be, um, he's not a dictator. Um, he's a little more of a listener than um, being a dictator. And I'm sure the engagement will, will be robust because the objective, obviously, is to um, take Lesotho to the, the highest level ever that, that is possible. So the, the coalition partners, I think, they will find it in, you know, in themselves to, to work hand in hand with uh, Sam Matekane and his administration to achieve one goal of putting Lesotho um, high up there as a prosperous nation, the kingdom of Lesotho, as it is known. We're certainly going to be watching Lesotho with great interest now. Uh, uh, we wish him the best of luck, obviously, Terence, and we hope that you know Lesotho in a very short time will become a, a country that South Africans visit and go to, and you know, rather than the other way around, where Lesotho people feel that they need to come here. Um, and yeah, I'll be curious to see how it goes. Are you planning to be in Lesotho in December? Oh, definitely. I always visit my mom in December and uh, and see a couple of friends that I grew up with. And uh, yeah, for, for Lesotho, I'm quite happy that today um, they can have confidence in, in someone's leadership who believes in uh, clean governance and also a giver, as I said, because uh, as a leader uh, in, in, our, in Susutu, we say more and uh, there's no insult there. Uh, it means that, uh, you know, a king because I equate Sam Matikan with a king. A king has got, has got to have an ear for everything that the nation will approach him with. Uh, whether it's positive or negative, he has got to listen. So he's fit for that. He's that person who um, who listen to uh, the Basutu's dreams and aspirations and uh, help them to achieve that. Yeah, I'm excited for you and I'm excited for Lesotho. Just out of interest, do South Africans need a passport to visit Lesotho? Yes, they do, and uh, I, I believe that you know those are the discussions that you know will be had in the next few months or years, uh, you know, because the Sotho is completely surrounded by South Africa, and it doesn't make sense, honestly, for a passport to be used. Maybe an ID um, should be sufficient that demonstrate that you're a South African citizen and can walk in and out, uh, so that trade can also be improved. Because I mean, as things stand, South Africa technically fits Lesotho and uh, uh, it is what it is. Most of the, the Lesotho waters come to, to Gauteng are consumed by us as Gauteng citizens and uh, that tells you that the, the marriage or the relationship is quite intimate. So why continue using passports? Maybe it's something that should be abolished for the betterment of both countries. I'm sure they will, you know, both Lesotho and South Africa will gain out of uh, that uh, new rearrangement. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I ask is I am actually thinking of visiting Lesotho in December now. I'm feeling so positive about the country and it's been a while since I've been and it's been a very long time since I've sat on a Basutu pony and uh, gone up a mountain. So maybe it's time to revisit that and perhaps others will join. Yeah, you, you still need a passport and I, 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 I'm looking forward to linking up with you should it happen that you visit Lesotho and we'll have a good time for sure. I'll make sure that I take you to beautiful places in Lesotho. And I know there are some incredibly beautiful places. Terence, thank you Absolute, so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Have a that good was, one. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. That was Terence Laluma, who's the founder and director of Makamisa Foods and also a business acquaintance of the new Prime Minister of the City, Mr. Sam Matikai.